Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and Football, I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 3-1 win away from home in the Premier League against Tottenham some uh, revenge was served, because of course if you remember the last time we played Tottenham I think which was back in September, uh, that was the horrible 6-1 defeat which we can all now forget, or hopefully forget uh, interesting, lots of uh, talking points today, uh, three goals to talk about, well technically four, one that was wrongfully disallowed, <coughs> uh, terrible defending on, on Tottenham's goal, uh, the goal they scored against us, uh, there's things to talk about there. Uh, let's just have a quick look at this lineup because I'm not, I'm not quite sure which thing to go to first. So I'll I'll pick out the uh, the lineup. I uh, saw the team news came out, you know, or team news come out and all that sort of thing. I was concerned about you know Rashford playing again. Um, on certain apps, Pogba looked like he was playing on the wing. I think he was kind of rotating with Bruno a little bit. It, again, it's kind of like forcing a player into into the team that kind of thing uh but look i'm gonna try not to moan about too many things today i thought this was in the end really really good result uh, i think there's still i think there's still things to get disappointed out about and analyze certainly but um i'm very very happy overall with how how this went today uh, i think it was sluggish in the first half as it kind of has been uh, over the last period of time but uh you know we pulled things through in the end and uh hey managed to kind of you know clear Tottenham away from us I suppose uh with with the with the 3-1 win so good result better performance in the second half really enjoyed the second half actually um it's just it's simply it, it feels to me because I can sit here and say hey Pogba shouldn't be on the wing Rashford shouldn't be playing all that sort of thing which by the way is Rashford's sixth game it's sixth game in a row while he's been injured I'm not sure if he's still injured I'm not sure if he went off because he was injured he might have done but uh, we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see, now that Rashford's in this um, situation, how many games in a row he starts. Because he doesn't need to play on Thursday. Let's just keep that in mind as well. Um, it feels kind of obvious in a way that, you know, once we started scoring goals and putting Tottenham to the sword, what was the one thing that Man United did in order for that to start happening? We started passing the ball quicker and forwards... Sidewards now and again, you know, I don't, I don't mind the odd sidewards and maybe backwards pass if it leads to a forward pass eventually, which is effective. I'm not expecting every pass to be forwards, but uh, sometimes there can just be too many backwards sidewards passes. But um, yeah, I think the reason that we beat Tottenham, I don't think Tottenham were very good. Um, I'm not going to say give that as like an excuse to Tottenham. I think we were better in the second half, but I still don't think Tottenham were very good today. Uh, mainly because I think Jose Mourinho is not a very good manager. And uh, Harry Kane is clearly wasted at Tottenham. Um, but we started passing the ball a bit faster. We started passing it forwards a bit more. We started doing these interchanging little sort of bits of play. And it, it, it when, when you see, once you saw us start doing that in the second half, you thought, okay, well, this is a pretty obvious good way to play football. Why don't we do it more often? And that's, that's the thing, I suppose, is... Clearly, when we do start passing the ball forward more, we start passing it quicker, stop taking so many touches, you know, players make runs and and, and that kind of thing. It's a pretty clear, obvious way to play better football. We, It's just either Ollie as a manager or the, or the tactics or, or the players themselves have got to realise that. Because there is, to a degree, you know, I, I complain about Ollie doing certain things here and there. I mean, the game itself is a combination of, you know, what the players on the pitch decide to do and what the manager tells them to do. 
So you can't always put the blame on one or the other. Maybe in certain situations you can kind of say that a little bit. uh, Because both the manager and the players can make mistakes. Or they can both do things... um, do things well but you know Oli doesn't control how quick you know Bruno passes to Pogba or whether whether Pogba's going to turn around and pass it back but you know Oli doesn't directly control that so yeah we can you know um pick up on mistakes that Oli's made in terms of the team selection he's the, he's the one that puts the players out there and tells them what to do but doesn't control directly what they do so you, you've got to consider both sides whenever you analyze a good or a bad game you've got to consider okay did a player make a mistake did a manager make a mistake that caused the player to make a mistake or you know what was the situation but um yeah once we started pinging the ball around a little bit more not like to an incredible degree but just to a better degree once we started pinging the ball around a bit more and started actually passing it forward and making some runs off the ball and do you know actual some actual good movement Everything just started clicking into place. It was great. Um, so I I really, really enjoyed it. This is the first game in a long time where I've really sat there and like fully enjoyed it. I enjoy analysing the game. You know, I like to watch it and I still like to to talk about it on this podcast. But um, there, there's games like this where you can just tell the team is just clicking. They're scoring goals. You know, we go on to score three in the end. And uh, it was so much better. So much better today. Um, not so much again in the first half. The, 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 just because just because the performance in the second half was better than the first. It doesn't mean I'm going to forget the first half, you know. Um, so, yeah, speaking of uh, the first half, let's get into the, the summary that's written here. Or that I've got here. Um, McTominay booked off of the... Um, was he booked? Well, he was actually booked in the game. But, uh, yeah, Cavani scored scores a brilliant, brilliant goal. I really enjoyed watching that goal. You know, I think McTominay played it to Pogba. He found this little pass through to, to Cavani. Cavani did, like, a good striker's goal. I really thought that was a brilliant goal. Um, and it's just good players playing together. You know, Pogba gets the ball. He sees that. That can't have been an easy pass to kind of pick out and execute. I mean, there's one thing seeing a pass or a shot or whatever. There's another thing actually doing it. He pulls off this, like, it looked like quite a tight bit of space. Manages to pass it through to Cavani. Really, really good finish. I, I think Cavani's just been misused in this team. But today, yeah, today really showed what Cavani can do. And you just need to, to get that out of him more. Or well, not to get out of him more, but to get the team to help get that out of him more uh, i really really like that first goal um i love seeing i just love seeing strikers score really good goals and uh that was another one of them today so that was great but of course it was disallowed because apparently if you're running in front of a player and you can't see where they are behind you because why would you suddenly look behind you when you're running forwards um mctominay you know is just kind of mo- moving his arms because he's running because that's what people do when they run catch his son in the face by accident that's not a foul that's not what a foul is if son has got the ball and is in front of mctominay or is next to mctominay and mctominay can see him and then like looks at him and then pokes him in the face maybe you can have a different discussion about that um it was just really annoying you know i'm celebrating this really good cavani goal i really did enjoy it quite a lot not just his finish but like the build-up play to it i thought was great and everything uh you know mctominay make a good forward pass pog makes a good through ball basically and Cavani just slots it away. Um, but that's that's where VAR is kind of ruining the game a little bit. I'm sitting there like, yes, we, you know, really celebrating the goal. And uh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, you know, VAR check and all that. Very, very annoying. But, uh, you know, we won the game at the end of the day. So it doesn't 
completely matter, but it is still a problem. So um, there's that. It's not a fault of either team, you know. It's not Sun's fault. It's not McDominay's fault. It's the referee's fault, uh, and the, whoever runs the, the VAR thing. Um, so I'm not going to blame that on Sun. I'm not going to blame that on McTominay. I'm not going to blame that on any of the players because it wasn't their decision to make that happen. So, but uh, I don't understand how if somebody's running behind you. McTominay can't see Sun. He's not even bothered where Sun... Because he's trying to run away from him. He's trying to get away from Sun. He, like, catches him by accident. Doesn't think anything of it and, pa- of it and passes it. That's that's not what a foul is. Uh, so, just very, very disappointing. But, um, good goal. Gets disallowed. And then, of course... How much later was it? So, that was in the 35th minute. So, five minutes later. Uh, terrible defending from Manchester United. Lindelof tries to get the ball and clear it. Doesn't work. Wan-Bissaka is... Somewhere... Uh, nowhere near where Sun is. Uh, Wambasaka's wildly out of position, which has been a bit of a problem for Wambasaka. He has he has tended tended to do that uh, to tuck in on the fullbacks for whatever reason. Sorry, on the centre backs for for whatever reason. Um, ball gets played to Sun. He just finishes it. I'm not going to blame Henderson too much. Maybe Henderson could have done better, but uh, terrible defending. You know, Lindelof fails to clear the ball. There's mistake number one. And then the Wambasaka thing. I mean, Wambasaka is the right back, and Sun is the left winger. He's got to be marking him, and he's Wambasaka has done a bad job with that on a lot of different occasions. So, uh, yeah, that was that was very very disappointing. Um, going to the second half. So going to the first half, one nil down. You know, very disappointing. Uh, and then Fred, of all people, scores a goal. Really good goal, actually, from Fred. It, his little passing between, I think it was not Cavani, yeah, Cavani, he played it through to Cavani, he, like, you know, uh, unfortunately didn't score. Falls to Freddy, he gets a tap in. Fair enough, it's an easy tap in, but it's the build up play there that was so good. Um, we never expect Fred to do that in this team, do we? I mean, he, he's always criticised for, like, he can't pass, he can't shoot, you know, don't don't let Fred shoot kind of thing. It's interesting because I mentioned, it's just occurred to me, I, m- I remember mentioning. Uh, I think on the last two or three podcasts, not not sure exactly which which episodes I mentioned it in, about Fred saying if you were to say to him, "Don't shoot unless you're completely clear through in on goal," and a tap in sort of counts for that, doesn't it? Because there's nobody else in front of him, just the keeper. It's interesting how I mentioned that, and then you know a few games later, a couple of weeks later, or whatever, he scores kind of like that's not quite what I meant. What I meant was if someone plays a through ball to him and he's running through on goal. But nonetheless, a tap-in is sort of the same situation. Because obviously, it'd be, be, it'd be pretty stupid for Fred to have passed that to somebody. Because there was nobody next to him. And it's a tap-in. So, uh, yeah, interesting goal. Interesting goal from Fred, definitely. Uh, not quite what I was expecting. Because to be honest, I, you know, I'm following the ball most of the time when, when I'm watching the game. Sometimes I try to see where 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 other players are. You know, if a player is struggling to find somebody, I'll look around on the screen a little bit and think like, oh, you should pass to him or do whatever. Um, I'm watching Cavani just go through through it on goal. He kind of like misses his chance a little bit. I'm like, ah, oh, a bit bit sort of distraught from it and stuff. And uh, then Fred just suddenly has the ball. So I kind of I kind of didn't even see what I'm saying is when that happened. And Cavani threw in on goal. I wasn't. I didn't know where Fred was because I wasn't looking at Fred. And then he just kind of pops up and scores. Um, good though. Good goal. <laughs> Very interesting. So there's that. And then in the seventy-second minute, so it's um, was it two-one at that point? No, one-one at that point. That was the equaliser. Sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, and then Rashford does get brought off for Greenwood. Now, I've been talking, you know, about Rashford and he's probably playing with an injury, which at this point has just become unprofessional, I feel. Uh, not from Rashford's point, but from Ollie's point. Um, so he does need to continue to be criticised for it because he keeps doing it over and over again. I just worry for Rashford that he's going to, you know, if that keeps happening over and over again, that he's going to get a really bad in- injury. And uh, I don't think any of us want that to happen, do we? So, but it comes on for Greenwood. Uh, g- good sub from Molly. You know, not getting Rashford to play the full 90 minutes, an early-ish sub. Uh, I have said before between the 60th and 70th minute is when you should be making subs. But 72 is... Okay, fair enough. Um, plus, he might have been warming up a little bit before that, and you know, Oli may have made the sub ready slightly before that. So, uh, yeah, an actual well-timed substitution for Molly Gunnar Solskjaer, which is good to see. Greenwood, good option to bring on for for Rashford. Got no problems with that. Cool. Very, very happy with that. So this is where the match starts to turn in Manchester United's favour. Um, you know, Tottenham made a couple of subs. Don't really care about what those are, and then. Um, Greenwood, you know, who who just came on a minute ago, about 10 minutes later or so, uh, yeah, roughly 10 minutes later, gets the ball on the right-hand side. Greenwood looked really sharp today, and when Greenwood looks really sharp, he often does something, and he definitely did today. Uh, puts a really good cross in over to Cavani, really, really good diving header. Again, I love it. I love to see those sorts of striker type of goals. Uh, I mean, I love it when Man United score anyway, but I just like, I, I love certain types of goals, and, um... Both of Cavani's... Let's just say both of Cavani's goals because he scored twice but one of them just didn't count. Um, really, really enjoyed seeing that from uh, from Cavani. Not just from Cavani's diving header, from Greenwood's cross was brilliant. It's a striker passing to another striker uh, or crossing in this situation. Brilliant. Really, really, really enjoyed that. And it's like we've all kind of been saying, you know, Greenwood and Cavani and maybe even Martial to a certain extent... Uh, you give them the service and they can do really good things with it. Are they going to score every single chance they get? Not necessarily, but today just really proved, you know, with with a lot of our goals, the ball being played through to Cavani on two different occasions, him scoring the two goals, uh, you know, Cavani unfortunately missing a chance and Fred pouncing on it kind of, you know, help, helps that as well. Um, so I really enjoyed those uh, those goals that we scored with that but uh you just it was this interesting because greenwood got the ball on that right hand side and i was like oh he's, he's gonna do something you know that when mason has got the ball whether it's on the right the left hand side or the middle when mason's got the ball on the edge of the box you kind of normally feel like okay he's gonna do something you don't know what it is don't know whether he's gonna make a good pass score a really good shot dribble into the box and then pass it or shoot or you, you, you always kind of feel like he's going to do something. And uh, not every time he does. Of course uh, you know that, that kind of happens. But most of the time he makes something happen. And he made two things happen today. One, when he was on the pitch for just 20 minutes. So really really good performance from uh, from Greenwood there. So yeah really good cross. Really good goal. I'm really happy with that. So then Matic came on for Fernandez. I've not got too much of a problem with that really. Uh, Oli trying to sort of um, close the game out a little bit. But you did still have McTominay, Pogba... And uh, who was the other? Who was the other one that was on the pitch? Let me have a look at the the team sheet. So Fernandez came on, came off. Sorry for Matic, and then you still had McTominay. Uh, McTominay, Pogba. I thought there was another attacking midfielder on the pitch. Never mind. Um, but yeah, Matic comes on to sort of uh, help see the game out, so to speak. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, sub was. 
kind of late though in the 90th minute it might have been to kill time which again is a is a kind of useful tactic you know when you're playing against a strong opposition and you're winning at that point by one goal and you want to kind of see the game out by bringing a defensive midfielder on and uh you know k- kill a bit of the added time it it makes sense to do that so uh got to give him credit for that and then pogba pops up again um you know, popped up a lot in this game, did some did some good things. Passes it through to Greenwood. And what did I just say? What did I just say two minutes ago? He usually looks like he's going to make something happen. And that's such a typical good Greenwood goal. Really enjoyed. For, just from somebody who appreciates good goals from strikers, apart from Fred's. Obviously, Fred's not a striker. Uh, I really enjoyed what I saw today from this team. You know, Cavani kind of getting the two goals. Um, or getting what, what, you know, scored twice. One of them disallowed. But both very good, well-taken goals. Um, and then Greenwood taking his goal really, really well as a striker. I just really like to see that personally. So uh, I think that's great. Uh, really well taken goal. Just again, sort of, he kind of gets the ball a little bit and kind of like teases the defender. Kind of, he does that little sort of stuttered run forward, or it sort of like stops and like, oh, what do you think I'm going to do? Kind of thing. I really, I, I really like the way he does that. But he always seems like he's gonna kind of do something and uh, cuts in on his right foot really good for mason early in his career because he's what 19 still I, th- I don't think he's quite 20 yet is he mason only 19 years old um you know got a very 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 strong left foot but he scored a lot of goals on his right foot as well and i think for him to be able to continue doing that at this point in his in the stage of his career um i think is a i think it's very very important um you know uh, there's some Mainly, maybe Dutch players. I could two, two Dutch players I can think of um, that were very, very good on their left foot, but not quite so great on the right foot. Van Persie and uh, I, I am Robin. Um, lethal, absolutely lethal on their left foot. But uh, you put someone like I am Robin or maybe Van Persie on their right foot, and they couldn't quite always do something. Um, it's very, very good that at this point, Mason, because this, this isn't the first time he's he showed the ability to do that. He scored quite a few goals with his right foot, but for him to kind of be good on, you know, double footed and stuff, I think is uh, both very important and uh, really quite a good sign for the future. So again, he just needs to play in that number nine slot more. Uh, I just think he's a little bit wasted out on the wing when he does play. He, he can do some good things out on the wing, certainly. And you know, the the cross for him to score, sorry, the cross for uh, Cavani to score today was was really good for that as well. Um, but yeah. Very, very good stuff, nonetheless. Uh, but that's all the match to, to talk about. Um, what was that? Is there was there any other events? Uh, talked about the um, disallowed goal. Uh, Rashford did get fouled on the edge of the box. I thought that should have been a free kick. Because to be honest, right, if McTominay's not foul is a foul from an accident or like, oh, I touched somebody who was behind me in the face even though I didn't know they were there or didn't know where they were... But Rashford getting like clubbered on the edge of Tottenham's box isn't a f- like how are they how how are they both not like if if the lighter thing is a foul but the t- the worse a tackle isn't a f- I don't get it I, I I just I don't understand that so but uh, football gets it wrong sometimes for uh, for for decisions but nonetheless I'm genuinely very happy with this performance not quite, again not quite so much for the first half definitely a big improvement in the second half and uh, really good to see Cavani. Pogba and Greenwood uh, do some good things today so and some other players as well so and I'll talk about those players in a minute in the player ratings in a second see you for that in a minute 
Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, I did a special episode, special podcast today, which I'd like you all to go and check out. It's called Five Years of Entertainment Talk, and it is the final piece of content celebrating Entertainment Talk's um, five years of podcasting. Not the final podcast, the final podcast within those celebrations and things, because I released some other stuff last week. Um, But it was me... Bex, Gray, Robert and David uh, managed to get all five of us available at the same time. Not in the same place, but available at the same time. Uh, We talked about a bunch of things. I went through Entertainment Talks history, talked a bit about that. And we picked out a uh, a topic each. I'm not going to say what they are here. Because that will kind of spoil the episode a little bit. But um, yeah, I'd recommend you go and check that out. That went really, really well. I was really happy with that. And uh, yeah, had some interesting discussions, certainly, from the different topics. Also, if you're curious... Um, I did, uh, in that episode, go through all of the co-hosts' first appearances on Entertainment Talk, what episodes they were, what those episodes were about, and also how many podcasts each of us have done for Entertainment Talk. Not for, like, Geek Town and stuff, but for Entertainment Talk. Did a uh, an episode count for each person, so that was really, really fun to do, so that was cool. United Cast episode, the 2-0 win over Granada podcast, Walking Dead UK podcast for the kind of new season finale for season 10 uh, season 10 episode 22 the here's negan one the very highly anticipated episode so david um was with me on that one gaming talk this week we talked about the digital death of super mario um he his game was removed from the nintendo switch digital store we don't know why because nintendo failed to provide any reason really um, but uh, the 3D All-Stars collection basically of Super Mario, which consisted of the three games, has been removed digitally from the Nintendo Switch store, which is unfortunate. But in other good news, E3 is returning, so we talked about that and the companies listed to attend and to not attend. 
and I gave my impressions of Oddworld Soulstorm. Uh, in terms of the fifth anniversary content, the other stuff, possible skip review for Train to Bazan, uh, Bazan, sorry, Peninsula, the sequel, um, you can watch that on Amazon Prime in the UK. Uh, must see review for Dunkirk. You can also watch that on Amazon in the UK. The 2017 Christopher Nolan War film. Possible skip review for Bumblebee. Uh, the Transformers spin-off film. So that was interesting. Uh, podcast. Watching Crash Bandicoot 4's cutscene. So that was fun to do. Um, World of the Last of Us podcast. Which was for the Ellie character spotlight. The main character for the game. So I talked about her. And uh, Ashley Johnson and all that sort of thing. And then the final piece of the 5th anniversary content. Uh, or the first one actually. Uh, the actor, actor, actor and actress spotlight episode 10 for Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, the voices of Buzz and Woody from Toy Story. That's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Player ratings. Let me scroll up. Alright, Dean Anderson. Um, I'll give him an average 6. You know, he did let in a goal. Not necessarily his fault. He did alright at certain points. Um, thought we just had a kind of decent game. How many... Um, let me see shots. Um, shots on goal. Tottenham had three, so we didn't have a ton to do. Of course, one of them went in. I think Kane shot the other one, and uh, I can't remember what the other shot was. But uh, yeah, didn't have loads to do, so there's that as well. Uh, worst player on the pitch, Wan Bissaka. I don't think he was very good today. Just, just, uh, I just, it, it annoys me when he tries to overlap down the wing. And uh, just he just doesn't do a very good job at doing that. I've been giving him a lot of fives. I'm going to give him another five today. Uh, I think he's defensively all right, but he's got to do. He's got to just. Um, I mean, say defensively all right. He was massively at fault for the first goal. So um, yeah, I got to get. I got to knock him some some points for that. So I'm going to give him a five. Again, I don't think he was particularly good. Lindelof, I'm going to give a uh, four. Um, he did a couple of decent things. You know, there was that clearance at the end of the game, which I thought was good. Almost scored an own goal. Good, thank, uh, good thing that he didn't. Um, but should have. He, he was one of the you know contributors to Tottenham's first goal. Couldn't control the ball properly, and it just you know let let let, let go of it sort of thing. Uh, and then it went to Son, and he scored, and one second wasn't marking him. Um, but I'm going to give him a four. Maguire, I'm going to give a five. I thought he was. Alright today, again he just keeps doing those charging runs. I'm not sure what the idea there is really. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. It's it's a thing that he does, but okay. Uh, Luke Shaw, I'm going to give him a 9. I thought he was really, really, really good today. He's probably one of our best players, if not our best player at the moment. Um, but yeah, just, just had such a good game again today. And uh, really enjoyed his performance. Fred McTominay. Um, I'm going to give McTominay a... Five, and I'm going to give Fred a average six. I thought they had equally poor-ish games, but Fred did score, so we kind of got to give him a little bit of a higher score, I suppose. So Fred gets an average six, and uh, McTominay, I'm going to give a five. Um, not, not, not nothing to do with McTominay's foul, which wasn't a foul. I'm not knocking him for that because I didn't think it was a foul. But um, sometimes they just get really overrun in the midfield, and uh, it's it's annoying. So yeah. Uh, Rashford, what should I give Rashford? I'll give him a 7, he, he was pretty good, not amazing, not terrible, he was he was pretty good today, I thought. Um, just doesn't help when he's, you know, he doesn't know from one game to the next if he's going to be on the left wing or the right wing, or if he's going to be playing, or if he should be playing, or... I, I don't know, I feel a, bit, a little bit sorry for Rashford at the moment, he's being kind of like 
thrown around, so to speak. Um, both in terms of, okay, is he going to be on the left wing, the right wing? Is he going to do something else? Or should he be playing? Is he is he still injured? Um, he didn't look completely fit when uh, he was subbed off and he was walking down the, down the touchline. Um... He didn't look okay, so I don't think that he is. But there's no, there's no need. Look, there's no need to play him on Thursday. We're already, what was the aggregate score? It's two 0 isn't it? Yeah, Granada. There's no need for him to play on Thursday. Uh, I don't know who we have got next weekend. I'll, I'll have a look in a minute. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a seven. He had, a, he, had a, he had a relatively good game. Uh, Pogba, I'm gonna give him a nine two as well. Really, really good play from him today. You know, good assist for Cavani's disallowed goal. Uh, you still got to give him the credit for it because he still did it, and it should have counted anyway. So um, there was there was a period of play um, towards the end of the game. I noticed with Pogba, he did all these really good sort of moves on the uh, the left hand side, just kind of like beating a few players, all that kind of thing. Um, I thought that was I thought that was really good as well. So yeah, Pogba had a good game. Uh, Bruno Fernandez gave a nine two as well. Uh, I thought he was really really good. Um, just did. You know, him, him and Pogba just both had really good games today, and uh, it was good to see. So I really enjoyed Bruno's game. Couldn't quite tell who was supposed to be on the left. They seem to be rotating. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? We won the game, so I don't know. Sometimes I'm not quite sure how to judge certain things because some sometimes Ollie will pick something and it shouldn't work, and it does. And then when he does pick those same things and they don't work, it looks worse. If that makes sense, it's very Ollie, Ollie is a very confusing coach. He's very, very confusing. He, he he does things that are like, oh yeah, cool. You took Rashford off. He's clearly probably injured for Greenwood, and then Greenwood went on and scored, and made and got an assist. That's great. It's brilliant. And then he'll do things like play Pogba on the wing and put Rashford on the right, uh, and play an injured Rashford. So I, I, I don't know. Ollie Ollie's a bit of a mixed bag at times. I'm not sure quite what to make of him. The interesting thing, by the way, about Greenwood, um, you know, it was. A super sub today. I did come on, scored a good goal, and gave an assist to the goal that gave us the lead. Uh, sorry, not that one. The yeah, the goal to get yeah, yeah. Because didn't hang on a second. Yeah, Fred. Sc- yeah, Fred scored the equaliser, and then yeah, Greenwood crossed. So the the goal that gave us the lead. Yeah, and then he scored the technically the winning goal. Anyway, um, super sub from Greenwood. What's interesting about that is Oli himself used to be a super sub, obviously when Alex Ferguson was in charge in the in that uh, class of ninety two team. Um, so I found that quite interesting. You know, a, a, a former striker who was a super sub, who's now the manager of the team, he was a super sub for brings on a super sub and becomes a super sub because he scores the winning goal and assists a goal that also helped us give the win so i thought that was quite interesting uh my man of the match cavani 10 out of 10 um just really good uh takes from him yes he probably should have scored the goal that fred ended up scoring but we ended up scoring it anyway so i'm not gonna knock too much for that i would have been if if cavani had missed that right it was loris and goal wasn't it i think so yeah if Loris had saved that shot and Tottenham had cleared it i would have been more annoyed at cavani but because we scored two seconds after that and fred was there anyway I'm not quite so annoyed, so um, but you know, really good, well taken goal from uh, Cavani with the, with a diving header, and um, yeah, just I just really enjoyed uh, Cavani's performance today. I thought it was great, but uh, lots of nines and and a ten and and some other good ratings in there as well. Let's look at the substitutes. Uh, Greenwood came on. Um, I got to give him a nine as well. 
you know, good goal, good assist. I've already spoken about those things. Uh, Donny van der Beek doesn't see the light of day. <laughs> Again, I, he must be so annoyed, Donny van der Beek. He must just be. He must just wonder why he's at the football club. It's like, okay, you paid forty million for me, and you rarely use me. He seems to only be used if we don't have Pogba or um, Bruno in the team. Like he's the the third midfielder. But then Fred and McTominay always get in the team before him. So I, 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 I don't know. So anyway, uh, Greenwood, yeah, give him a nine. Matic, I can't remember a single thing that Matic actually did, so I can't really give him a rating necessarily. Um, but yeah, that was good nonetheless. Um, so very, very happy, very, very happy overall. Will it, will it last? Will, will I be annoyed on on uh, Thursday? I mean, even if we lose one nil, we still go through, don't we? On uh, on Thursday, so we shall see. We shall see indeed. Um, who have we got next? Sunday, Premier League. Oh, Burnley. Okay, Burnley. That says 4 o'clock. I'm pretty sure that will be a half past 4. But we'll see. Around about 4 o'clock. May night at home to Burnley. On um, on Sunday. Of course, we've got Granada on Thursday. Let me just go in here. Um, I'll be 27 by that point, by the way. My birthday is on Saturday. So... Yeah, so Sunday, 4 o'clock um, next week, so in a week's time. Then, possibly Europa League next time, next, the 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 Thursday after that. Depends if we actually get through and whatever. And then Sunday leads away at 2 o'clock. Of course, it was 6-2 last time, wasn't it, that we played, that we played against Leeds. Uh, and then let's just fast forward a bit. And then Liverpool... Oh, it says Liverpool 3 o'clock Saturday, 1st of May, but that will probably get changed. Uh, that will probably be changed. We'll see. But those are the upcoming fixtures. Of course, we don't know who we'd have next in the Europa League because we haven't even gotten through yet. So, we shall see. Uh, good result. Really, really happy with that. I just, I genuinely enjoyed the football a lot today. A few niggles here and there, you know, first half performance, that kind of thing. Some odd choices, but it all worked out in the end. 3-1 win. Goals that I really enjoyed seeing get scored and uh entertaining entertaining for a change which was very very good but what did you think maybe you were less happy than me with with the performance not necessarily we can all be happy with the result you know 3-1 is 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 a good result but maybe you like the performance less maybe you like it more maybe you think i should have given some other players higher or lower rankings or whatever let me know what you think matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's contact page and information in your show notes so please get involved let me know what you think and if you agree or disagree with me it is perfectly fine to do so so check so uh, keep that in mind as well uh yep yeah, we go to granada actually they go to us don't they i can't remember which way around there is but uh thursday granada we'll see what happens second leg i'm expecting rashford to not play we do know that what's the three players it's mctominay Maguire and Shaw that can't play. They have set the five yellow cards that they've got. It's not like a two. They weren't sent off, were they? But they they miss the next game, don't they? The, the Granada game, not the Premier League game. The Granada game. Um, so they can't play. So I'm expecting Tellers, maybe Eric Bailey then, I guess, or or Twanzebi. Um, and then I guess either uh, Pogba and Matic in midfield, or Fred and hopefully not Fred and Matic. I can't bear that again. Uh, or Fred and Pogba or, or somebody like that because McTominay can't play and Maguire can't play I'm guessing Bruno will be captain then because Maguire is usually captain um, 
So we'll see those we'll see those decisions on uh, Thursday. I'll tell you what I'd like to see. I just want to tell you what I'd like to see. In place of Rashford, if 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 he's let's just say rested and or injured, what whatever conclusion we want to come to on that, uh, he doesn't need to play us. That's 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 just the thing. I'd like to see Diallo on the right wing get 90 minutes on Thursday. I don't. I doubt that he'll do that. I doubt that Ollie will do that. But that's what I'd like to see. Then I'd like to see Tellers at left back. Uh, I'd like to see maybe Pogba and Fred or Matic in the in the pivot because McTominay can't play. And then at centre back, I'd like to see. Um, I'm guessing Lindelof will probably still play. Uh, so if it is Lindelof paired with Twenzebi, because I think Twenzebi is overdue. A game Bailey is as well, but I think that Twanzebi is more overdue a game, so we'll see. But that's just a, in terms of who should and shouldn't play, or might not play, or, or can't play. That's who I'd like to see in place of those players. So yeah, but again, one of the good things that we got is that rotation between Shaw and Teller. So cool, I'm 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 all good with that. So we shall see uh, on Thursday. But uh, thank you all very much for listening. You can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org TV, video games, films and Manchester Now podcast. Don't forget to check out the episode from today. Uh, it's just uh, it's just over an hour long if, you, if you're curious to check that out. It's called 5 Years of Entertainment Talk. It is in every single podcast feed because I thought that would be appropriate. So uh, no matter what feed you're subscribed to, you're going to get the episode or you can just find it on entertainmenttalk.org as well. Uh, thanks very much for listening. If you want to support Entertainment Talk and the podcast and everything that we do, Patreon one dollar, three dollar level tiers for add to podcast and review options. Uh, you can also use word of mouth and social media. Just tell people that you know to go to entertainmenttalk.org. Excuse me, or to search for us on on podcast platforms, uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups, that kind of thing. Check all that out as well. Uh, uh, share the podcast on those things. If you can as well, uh, Bex, who is on the episode today with all the rest of us, uh, you can follow her Twitch streams, uh, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there, does lots of streams, lots of charity work, that sort of thing, so go and check all that good stuff out. David, who is also on the episode today, you can find his TV and film news, uh, all the TV and film news that he posts, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, those episodes are on Tuesdays, look out for a new one each week on Tuesdays, so check that out as well. Uh, that's everything thanks for listening good win very very good win very happy and we'll see what happens next time goodbye